0: even if it meant my demise extinction my lips only exhibit words pleasing to your ear but detrimental to my heart the screams from within haunt me plead for a way out a way to be free yet the fear of potentially being out of your light of glory paralyzes me from making any effort to remove this layer of the false reality that i portray that keeps me safe The thought of solitude brings me to a state of panic, thinking if one cannot remind me of my worth, then who am I? What do I live for? I allow the strings to be pulled to conduct my every mood, move, and word. For without your conduction, how will I lead myself to your path of acceptance? Light my candle as the wax of my inner being melts away but their aroma pleases you. Reducing the essence of me to be accepted by you, even if it expels who I'm meant to be. Please keep the inner me from being free for I've built this city of lies. Lies that allow me to be surrounded by those who love the reflection of themselves. If I dare to change their reflection, will it be accepted? Is it worth the risk? Freedom allows the flower to bloom in a nurturing environment. Without pesticides, keeping it alive is ideal. But when the new seed is planted, only time will tell if the fruit bears will be accepted. But why accepted? A flower that blooms will be appreciated by someone, which is all that matters. Hi, my name is Cher and welcome back to Unspoken Transitions. The poem was about how people-pleasing can have us so caught up in what people think and how we're supposed to live according to them that we forget ourselves. This week's podcast episode focuses on the transition from people-pleasing to being our authentic selves. So people-pleasing can stem from childhood trauma where we felt the necessity to monitor our emotions so what this can look like is if we had family members that didn't allow us to express ourselves or give us the space to express ourselves, or on the other hand, just disregarding our emotions altogether because it does not make sense to them. So growing up, our caretakers or our parents might be like, what's upset? What's wrong with you? Didn't respect your boundaries or your feelings. It They just didn't matter. And because of that, you learned how to mold those emotions and mold those behaviors in a way where it is accepted by them so this transfers into the world because when you go into the world and you're like not really your emotions not accepted the way you're acting is not accepted your mindset can frame into being okay since this is not accepted my parents have taught me what is accepted let me go out into the world and behave the way they said is the most correct um so an example I could give is like as a child like I felt like I couldn't cry or crying wasn't appropriate. So I like didn't want to freak anyone out every time every single time I went out I was like okay I need to not cry, crying is wrong. It is not appropriate, so I need to suppress this. Um that's an example of it. That's not necessarily people pleasing, but that's an example of how um what your parents taught you to how your parents taught you to behave can Translate into the real world. But back to people pleasing. Um, it's a mindset of controlling or monitoring someone else's emotions based off of your actions. So this can look like overthinking what to say so that you can provide a positive response and avoid some potentially disliking what you're saying, even if it disrespects um, your values or you feel the opposite way. So you're hyper aware of your thoughts and your actions and you don't just do things. You really have to think hard about what you're going to say before you say it. So you're like, oh, I could say this, but no, what if this person gets offended by that? Oh, I know this person says this or they feel this way. So I don't think I could say that. So, okay, let me say this because it seems like it's going to be something neutral that will be accepted by everyone. And you say it, and then you're like, wow, okay, I avoided a conflict there. (laughs) So um, that is an example of, like, really overthinking it, saying something before you say it. Um, I definitely (laughs) struggled with that. I am working on that currently. So people-pleasing is not something easy to get over, but you can definitely work on it and get to the place where you're not people-pleasing. But yes, people-pleasing... Another word for that is being a fawner, so someone who fawns over something over someone and avoids conflict and feelings in order for the room to stay comfortable. So like I said, really thinking about what you're saying um before you say it so that everyone in the room feels comfortable and they feel fine. Um and this believe it or not, I learned this, it's a form of manipulation because You're manipulating everything you say and all your emotions and you're not being your authentic self because you're you want everyone else to feel comfortable. So you're not being yourself. You're kind of just agreeing or staying in a comfortable middle ground so that nobody can get upset at you or potentially dislike you. So for people pleasers, that is a huge thing. Like having people dislike them is a fear. So that is why they build all of these defense mechanisms and like hyper monitor what they say in order for there to be no chance of someone not liking them um I have another terrible <laughs> comparison but it's like let's say that you know you like Rihanna the singer and um most of your friends think Mariah Carey is better so you and everyone in the room is talking about how like oh Mariah Carey's the best Mariah Carey's the best and even though you don't think it you're just like yeah 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 mariah carey's the best i like rihanna and then people are like oh i hate rihanna you're like yeah you know what rihanna is not that good so you just (laughs) disregard how you're feeling or like your strong feelings about something and push to the side because you don't want anyone to be like ew why does she like rihanna that's a dumb example but (laughs) you can apply that to like so many other things um i grew up with strict parents and this is an area again that i'm working on but because, like, sometimes I feel the need to uh, please people, um, not get them upset. But it's important for me and you guys to be yourself and be able to be your authentic selves without worrying about what other people are going to say. But I'll get into that later. Um, but when you continuously people please, not only are you lying to yourself about who you are and your intentions, because you are, like, you're suppressing your intentions, but you're also lying to other people so that they can like you. And that's not fair to you. And it's not fair to them. So here are some examples of people pleasing that I found on psych- <laughs> psychology today. So there's like a list of identifiers to see if you are a people pleaser. So you pretend you pretend to agree with everyone to be liked. So the examples I gave before on just like agreeing to agree even if you feel the other way and disregarding your emotions um, feeling responsible for how other people feel so again going back to that example like you feel like you have to respond in a way that will not get anyone upset so you're responsible for people you feel the need to monitor what you're saying and how you're going to act in order for people to potentially not get upset because you pre- like technically you don't really know <laughs> you don't really know if they are going to get upset or not but you're hyper-monitoring it in case somebody gets um, offended or upset at you. So you feel responsible for how other people feel. That's what I mean by that. Wearing a mask. Um, so it's putting on a face in front of a certain group of friends or blending in your personality with others rather than being yourself. Uh, again, you just have a fear of being rejected or not accepted by others. So you put on this mask. So that people don't reject you or you just become the people around you rather than just being yourself even if it disregards your values or not. You cannot say no. That's the next one. You can't say no. So no matter how tired you are, you are always saying yes because the other person will be happy even if you're unhappy. Even if you don't want to do it, you'll still do it because you don't want them to be upset with you. I I used to do this a lot. I did not know how to say no like even if i was tired exhausted if somebody asked me to do something i would just do it because i didn't want them to get upset i didn't want them to get mad um again i felt responsible for how they were feeling i was like oh like if i don't go they might feel some type of way but another indicator is you cannot say no uh the next one is apologizing for having an opinion it's like (laughs) I think you all know what I mean by this, but every single time you say something, it's like, oh, I want pizza instead of Chinese food, sorry for inconveniencing you, sorry about this, sorry about that, like, sorry, 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 like, everything's a sorry. Um, <laughs> you're ordering something, the, let's say the waiter uh, gets the order wrong, you're apologizing to them, everything you are apologizing for how you feel, your opinion, your emotions. I know this is very common amongst women because we're, like, kind of forced <laughs> like society teaches us to stay humble or whatever that means and um constantly keep ourselves down. So that is a part of it. But it's apologizing for having any opinion in general. So if you find yourself over apologizing for everything, this can be an indicator that um you could be a people pleaser. Another example is you feel uncomfortable if someone is angry at you. So it's like... If someone is upset at you, you feel like you need to fix it right away. Like, you need to fix it really quick. Um, You need people to be, again, like, being a people pleaser, you need people to be good with you. Like, they can't be upset at you. And it's a very uncomfortable feeling if they are. So that's why some people are people pleasers. They feel the need to um, fix it right then and there at the moment. And this can look like if a friend is if a friend's calling you out for being rude let's say there's an instance where you were being rude and they're upset at you you don't give them time to like reflect you don't give them time to think you like are begging them like please don't be upset at me like oh I'm sorry like just trying to make it good as quickly as possible and not giving it time if that person needed to reflect or anything like that Um, or it could be the other way your friend disrespects you but you don't want that tension, you don't want that uncomfortability, you don't want that confrontation. So you just brush it off. You're like, oh yeah, like it's it's fine, like even though you're not fine. So it can go either way. It's you upsetting someone and you feel the need to fix it right away. Or on the other hand, it could be you're upset with them, but you don't want that tension. So you just disregard how you feel. And that could be bad because you're not you're not recognizing your feelings and that gives that person The permission to continuously acting acting in a way where you're uncomfortable and it doesn't sit right with you. Uh, Another example that I have is you need praise to feel good. So you seek validation and approval from others before you do anything. So saying, so like, you don't feel beautiful unless someone tells you feel you are beautiful. You don't feel pretty unless someone tells you you're pretty. You're not handsome unless someone tells you you are handsome um it doesn't matter if you're wearing your favorite outfit it doesn't matter what you're doing your makeup your hair anything like if the other if other people do not validate that you look good then you will just be you won't you won't believe it it's like you won't believe it um and needing another like so that's like appearance wise but on the other hand it could also be needing others to give you the okay before doing anything so You can do, you can want to pursue a big, another hobby or something newer. And you'll be like, oh, like, I was thinking about, I don't even know. I was thinking about trying to learn how to ballroom dance. And your friend's just like, oh, like, that's stupid. And you're like, you know what? I guess that's stupid. So if your friend doesn't agree with you or they don't think that it's a good idea, you won't even do it even if you think that it's a good idea. Or, um like any other hobby. If you, if they don't agree with it, you won't do it. If it's like, oh, I think I want to join this club. Like, ah, oh, that club's kind of stupid. I don't think she join. you. Be like, okay, I won't join it. Um, but this is not to be mistaken for asking for an opinion. If you're asking someone for an opinion, that's completely fine. But the difference between people pleasers and, um, those who evaluate different opinions is that you shouldn't let someone else's opinion dictate what you're going to do next so it's okay to ask for opinions um, get different perspectives but their perspective should not determine whether you should or should not do something it can be considered but it shouldn't um, dictate your next move so some ways to overcome people pleasing but before I get into that I just want to say that All of the things that I listed do not have to apply to you for you to be a people pleaser. Like you might be like, I don't, I can say no to people, but I feel the need to be liked by everyone, or I feel like I need to wear a mask. So some of them can apply to you to be a people pleaser, but not necessarily every single one of them has to apply to you for you to be a people pleaser. These are just some examples that you may or may not identify with, but Here's some ways to overcome people-pleasing, not all of them, because I do not know all the ways, but here's some quick tips on how to overcome people-pleasing. So I just want to start off with saying that people who people-please are extrinsically motivated rather rather than being intrinsically motivated. So extrinsically motivated is having other people's approval, and opinions determine what you're going to do next, versus external, wow, did I say that right? Yeah, (laughs) extrinsically motivated is having other people's approval, and opinions determine what you're going to do next, and external factors, and what I mean by external factors, that could be friends, family, anybody but yourself. Intrinsically motivated is looking within yourself and trusting in what you want to do next without others needing to approve that. So knowing what you want to do and trusting you want to do it and then just doing it. Again, like, this doesn't mean you don't take in other people's opinions, but intrinsically motivated people, they know what they want to do and they focus on themselves and they just go ahead and pursue it. Um. So a way to overcome people pleasing is understanding that what you want to do is okay like it is okay to do what you want to do and you do not need someone else to give you like a yeah like that's a great idea like that's wonderful in order for you to do it um I did have trouble with this like I felt like I need to ask someone like should I do this should I do that would be a good idea to do this would it be a good idea for me to do that but what helped me what is helping me overcome it is just understanding that my real friends will not judge me for what I'm doing I feel like a lot of judgment happens when you are doing something you just want to get the okay from a friend or somebody to say that like this is fine. But whatever you want to do, it is fine. Like your friend should accept you for it, and if they don't, then they can go somewhere with that. But you should do what you want to do and just pursue that or explore it without feeling you need somebody to give you the okay for it. But other ways to be intrinsically motivating motivated is when you are doing something, do it for a larger purpose. Like you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for a reason Um, or you're doing it for fun. So it could be connected to like, you know what? I want to start this business because I know that it will help homeless people. Um, and by doing that, you're motivating yourself to do it. It's not because your friend said like, yeah, it's okay to help homeless people. And that is why I'm going to do it. It's more of just, I want to do this because it's going to serve a bigger cause. So sometimes connecting um, your goals or what you want to do to a bigger cause helps you stay intrinsically motivated because it's not based off of what your friends are saying. It's based off of what you want to do. And also, again, like there's no punishment for doing what you love and you're not doing anything wrong. I really want to emphasize you're not doing anything wrong. Remember that we can't spend our lives living according to what other people want from us. Like we are unique in our own way and we should live the way we want to live not the way other people want us to live so those were tips on being intrinsically motivated which helps us overcome people pleasing because we're doing things because we want to we're saying things because we want to rather than evaluating other people's emotions and what they're saying and things like that before we say it or before we act or do something else So more tips on people pleasing is setting boundaries. Setting boundaries is extremely important. The reason why I say that is because if you do not learn to set boundaries, you will constantly be disrespected, disregarded, just pushed to the side, walked all over, and we do not want any of that. So my first tip on setting boundaries is saying no. Yes, you can say no when you are tired and you do not need to give a reason for that at all. You don't need to give a reason to say no. So this can apply to work, like if they're, you're done with work at 5 o'clock, shut off your work phone, shut off your laptop, you're not getting paid after that, so just turn it off. Um, if there's a new project, someone's asking you to do something, no, you can say no or you can push it back to another time. Um, it could be with school, I know that school projects, especially group projects, I don't know if you all hate it as much as I do, but in group projects sometimes they want to put all the work on you or they're not doing anything and it's just inconveniencing you. Make sure you do your part. Of course, email the professor um, or email your teacher. But you can say no. You do not want to do extra work, so on and so forth. Um. So I am very aware that it is not easy just to just tell somebody no. So I'm going to give you guys some ways to say no. Um, And oh yeah, oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> going back, you can also say no to hanging out if it's inconveniencing if you're tired you had a long week if you just don't feel like it you don't want to go to brunch you don't want to go to the movies when that was a thing pre-covid like anything like that if you don't want to do it you should just say you don't want to and it should be fine um so you can say no by saying you're not available to go out but you appreciate the offer so it's like Saying like, oh, like, that's nice, you accept it, but no, you appreciate it, but you can come another time. So just saying you're not available, not giving a reason, because sometimes people can want to solve the reason, like, oh, I don't have a ride, like, oh, um, I'll give you a ride or I don't have money, I'll pay for you, things like that. So just saying you're not available and you'll come another time keeps it to the point and they shouldn't continue to bother you. Uh, And then another one is saying you have another commitment. Like, Oh, I have another commitment. I'm unable to make it. You don't need to specify the commitment. You do not owe anyone an explanation. You can just say you have another commitment and that is a way to say no. You don't need to say and the commitment is you might feel like, oh, I'm lying. No, you're not lying. You have a commitment. The commitment is to yourself. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't feel the need to give a reason for that if you just say you have a commitment in general um but yeah those are a couple ways to say no (laughs) uh or you can say you need time to yourself that's like another one I just thought of say oh I need some time to myself but again um some people may try to disrespect that boundary and be like oh well like I'm tired too but if we go we're gonna have fun but just say like "Mm, I need some time to myself I do not feel like going out today anything like that and Especially in this day and age, like your friends sh- need to be able to understand that you need time to yourself and to recharge, especially for my introverts out there. Like you need time to recharge, you need time to stay to yourself so that when you go into society, you are being your best self. Um, Breaking your back to help everybody and support everyone will run you dry. So I <laughs> suggest for you not to do that. I have brought myself to burnouts many 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 times and it's not a good place to be because it's like you're hurting yourself you're hurting your mental state because you're not saying no to people and for those who have FOMO fear of missing out you will have other good times with your friends taking the time to care for yourself and just focusing on recharging is prioritizing yourself so that when you go out with them next time you'll be your best self the worst thing you need the worst thing you would want to do is not recharge you know you're exhausted you know you're tired and then going out and just being like rude or being disrespectful or just being a quote-unquote party pooper because you're not in a good mood so now you're there you're at this (laughs) dinner you're sitting there you're unhappy you just want to be in your bed and because you didn't want to miss out, you had a fear of missing out, but you're not even enjoying yourself because you just you knew you just want to go home. So trust your gut, trust yourself. Understand that you need the time to recharge, and recharging is okay, and saying no to people is okay. Um, COVID definitely taught me this because I used to say yes to everything, every event, but now I'm just like, eh, no, I need to like sit at home. I am tired, I am exhausted. The week has been long. Um, so by all means. Again, please recharge. Please just spend some time with yourself. Um, The second tip to setting boundaries is being aware when someone is crossing the line. So when you allow someone to cross the line, you are disrespecting your values and yourself. Some people... They may be aware or may not be aware that they are taking advantage of you. So they might see that you're uncomfortable with something, but because you said yes, they're just like, well, they said yes, yeah, so I'm just going to continue acting this way or saying this thing, even though they look uncomfortable. um, Or they agreed to this favor, even though I know they look a little bit tired and I know they had a long week. So I'm just going to kind of disregard their feelings because they said it was okay. So I'm just going to do it um, you need to be aware and understand what makes you feel uncomfortable. Your gut feeling, your intuition will tell you like, this is not okay. And it's important for you to voice that certain things are not okay, or keeping that line there so that you can really, keeping that line there so that you can continue to respect yourself and help people understand what you should and sh- what how they should and should not treat you. Um it's important to self set boundaries and it is not you're not selfish. You're not like um you're not a bad person for telling somebody like this is not okay. It's not okay. You're not being rude. You're just telling them your expectations from of what you want from them. So bring awareness to what you want is extremely important and setting boundaries So that others don't disrespect you and you don't feel down on yourself. So those are the two tips. I'll say them again. The first one was just saying no and being aware when someone is crossing the line. Those are the two and those are really important. So the benefits of setting boundaries is you save your energy. You save your energy. You save your time. You will not burn out as much because... Sometimes the work week really just like hits us or the school week just hits us. So it's harder to prevent burnout. (laughs) It's harder to prevent burnout. But taking the time to recharge and spend time with yourself can prevent it. Um, Rather than continuously pushing yourself and pushing yourself and pushing yourself to please people and just help other people be happy. Taking the time to set boundaries can help you be in a better place and help you be your best authentic self. So here are my last notes. Um, You're not obligated to do anything if you do not have the emotional capacity or the mental capacity or the physical capacity to do so. You are not obligated to do anything for anyone if you do not want to do it. I know it's hard to, like, not understand that. You guys definitely get that. But I know it's hard to digest or apply it. But you need to get that. You don't need to do anything for anyone. You don't have to do it. Like, This person is not going to hate you if you say no to them. If they do hate you, they're just not for you. Like imagine somebody who (laughs) you're talking to someone or someone's your friend. You tell them no, they're like, oh, you're cut off. All right, like they should be cut off because clearly they are not taking consideration your feelings or anything. You're not responsible. You're not responsible for other people's expectations of you. So if someone expects you to be this kind of person, you're not responsible for that. You are your own person. You have your own ideals. You have your own, you're your own you. So you do not have to live up to other people's expectations of you. You can express yourself. Next one is you can express yourself and how you feel about something out of respect for yourself. So don't put down that opinion. Don't put down um, how you are feeling because it's not the common common opinion in the room. You can express how you feel out of respect for yourself. Be 100% percent you even if they don't like it and if they don't like it they do not need to be around you and not everyone has to like you nor will everyone like you like I know as people pleasers we seek to have everyone like us and like say the right things But at the end of the day even if you do craft everything you're saying like not everyone's gonna like you and they may not have a reason for it and that's okay because not everyone has to like you um people pleasing will prevent you from being your authentic self out of fear of people rejecting you but I just want to say with all the people in the world you will find those who love you and there are those who love and accept you for who you are right now so you do not need to put on the mask you don't need to do all of these things in order to be accepted you're uniquely you're beautifully and wonderfully made by God like you can be yourself you do not need to people please or um do all these things in order to be accepted. And I know that is a deep-rooted trauma and um, it can it takes time to overcome. So this is not something, after you listen to this podcast episode, you're going to be like, all right, I'm not going to people-please anymore. But um, definitely through therapy for open to it. Um, and by other means, you can slowly overcome being a people-pleaser. You can definitely do it. Love yourself, love who you are, and be who you are. so thank you for listening and if you have any topics you would like to hear about send an email to unspokentransitions at gmail.com we also have an instagram which is on at unspoken transitions and if you would like if you like this podcast please subscribe and share with a friend that would like this content thank you and see you next week